Blog Talk Radio. This is the second lesson in a series titled The Twelve Disciples. It is an esoteric study of Jesus and the Twelve Disciples from the basis that Jesus and the Twelve Disciples are you and the Twelve Disciplines are functions of your mind. This particular lesson is titled Developing Right Hearing and Rock Faith. It is an esoteric study of the first disciple called by Jesus, Simon Peter. And Simon Peter is the first disciple called by Jesus, the God-conscious mind, the mastermind. And it is rather well that I repeat some introductory remarks concerning the meanings that we are dealing with in this lesson and this series. For when we say Jesus, we're not talking about a theological figure or a historical figure as such. But to us, Jesus is the God-conscious mind in man. That God-conscious mind in man, whereby man knows who and what he is in God, and who and what God is in him. Jesus is the master mind in man. The mind which is master of itself and therefore is master of all of its disciples, our disciplines, our functions, our attributes, master of all that concerns it, master of all of its affairs. Simon Peter is the first disciple called by Jesus the God-conscious mind. Later, Simon is surnamed Peter. Simon means hearing. And Peter is translated from the Koine Greek term in the New Testament, Petros, which means a rock, a massive rock. So then, in esoteric science, the quality, the faculty represented by the disciple Simon Peter is the faculty of hearing, the faculty of the inner ear, which is disciplined or discipled to hear God, to hear good, to hear the Word of God, the Word of good, and nothing but the Word of God, the Word of good and thereby develops rock faith. Let me hear all of you say rock faith. Ladies and gentlemen, the faculty of your inner ear must become disciplined to hear God, to hear the I am God. And beside me there is none else. The faculty of your inner ear must be 
discipline to hear the word of God, the word of good, and nothing but that. It must be trained. And this is the meaning of Jesus calling Simon. And it was not until later that Simon was also called Simon Peter. The rock, a massive rock, rock faith, unmovable self-confidence. This tells you something. The way to develop faith, rock faith, the way to develop unmovable self-confidence is to listen to the word of God, the word of good, with the inner ear and nothing but the word of God, the word of good, with the inner ear. Simon the disciplined hearing, the spiritually trained inner ear, will not listen to the opinions of the world or the reports of the material senses. Simon listens only to the word of God, the word of good, the word of truth, until he becomes Peter, a massive rock, rock faith, unmovable faith, and I am unshakable self-confidence based upon the knowledge I am God, and beside me there is none else. Simon, this disciplined quality of mind, receives the keys to the kingdom after discovering I am to be the Christ. Let us read now an incident between Jesus, the God-conscious mind, and the disciple Peter, the disciple Simon, rather, at this point, from St. Matthew, the 16th chapter the 13th through the 19th verses. When Jesus came into the borders of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elijah, others Jeremiah, are one of the prophets, he saith unto them, But who say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father who is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give you rock faith, the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose 
on earth shall be loose in heaven. It's very interesting, this encounter between Jesus and Simon Peter, the disciplined inner ear which has developed rock faith because it has been listening to the word of God, to the word of good, to the one cause, to the one power, which is I am. Notice the mastermind was really questioning all of the disciplines of his mind. You see, all of the functions and the disciplines of your mind must come to know I am. Meaning that all of the functions and disciplines of your mind, the twelve disciples, your twelve disciples, every one of them must come to know the one cause, the one power, the one reality, which is I am, awareness of being. And so here the mastermind is cross-examining the disciplines, the functions of his mind, his disciples, and throws them a question. What is the world saying about I am? In other words, what is the world saying about what cause is, what power is? You know, the world has many causes for what goes on in the world. But you see, when we know I am, we know that there's only one cause. The world has many causes, but in the kingdom of God, there's only one cause, and that's I am, awareness of being. And this is why the mastermind is here playing, in a sense, with the disciplines of his mind to draw out of them the knowledge that I am is the only cause. You ask the black people, what's the cause of your problem? Well, it's the man in the White House. Maybe if you were to ask another ethnic group, what's the cause of your trouble? Maybe it would be a neighboring nation. But in the world, people have so many different causes that they believe in. So who does the world say, I am? Well, there are various opinions going around. But you see here again, in the kingdom of God, we are not dealing with the opinions of the world. And the sooner you learn to forget the opinions of the world, the better off you'll be. That's why you've got to get out of the business of idle gossip, listening to it. Remember that Simon is the discipline in the ear. You see, you've got to discipline the inner and the outer ear. What are you listening to? Who are you listening to? So Jesus discovered that a lot of the disciples had been listening to the opinions of the world. And here's a good thing for you to start disciplining yourself with right now. Write down, what am I listening to? Who am I listening to? Am I giving my attention to the opinions of the world? So some of the disciples begin to play back the different opinions of the world. Do you know that's what happens to you in your experience many times? Your experience is really a playback of what you've been listening to in your inner ear. Ho, ho, ho. It's a playback of what you've been looking at with your inner eye. You see, in another disciple that we will study in this series, Bartholomew represents the inner eye of imagination. 
but to stay strictly on this particular discipline, which is hearing in an ear, it is correctly said that your experience is a playback of what you've been listening to in your inner ear. And the disciples began to play back to Jesus the opinions of the world. And after they had played back all of the different opinions of the world concerning I am, concerning cause, concerning power, concerning reality, then Simon Peter spoke up and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And the mastermind blessed him and said, Flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you. In other words, this knowledge didn't come from the world mind. What you're learning here in these spiritual things and these esoteric teachings, you won't get it in the world. Sadly, you won't even get it in the church. <laughs> How many theologians actually know the meaning of Jesus and the twelve disciples? It would surprise you. That's why they're theological cemeteries, yes. And they never got beyond the personality thing that maybe Jesus is some kind of historical or theological figure and the disciples also were just a bunch of men. But flesh and blood cannot reveal the I am to you. Flesh and blood cannot reveal to you the one power, the one cause. The Father in heaven has to reveal that to your inner eye, to your inner ear, to your inner spirituality. And it was then that Jesus pronounced a blessing on his disciplined inner ear, you see, because there the mastermind was able to detect and to bring out the truth that the inner ear had been listening to the Christ, had been listening to I am so closely that the disciple Simon Peter, the disciple, the discipline of hearing, had developed rock faith, <laughs> had developed unshakable confidence, and so Jesus said, now upon this rock faith in God, upon this rock faith in one presence, one power, one cause, one anything, one everything, I build the temple of God, the temple of good. And this faith is so strong and rock-like that even the gates of hell will not be able to prevail against it. And this is how you have got to develop your inner man, your inner being, your inner faculties. This is how you've got to develop your inner ear, train your inner ear to hear the Word of God, the Word of God to this extent, that your faith in God becomes a rock. The world can't move it. Notice that the opinions of the world didn't move Simon Peter. Write yourself another question. Am I moved by the opinions of the world? It tickles me to read the economist columns and opinions in the Wall Street Journal. They can't even agree whether this is a recession or a depression. And they're always guessing. And I just laugh and say, I'm so glad I'm not into any of that. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ in righteousness. See, this is why you have to be careful that you do not live your life by the opinions of the world. Stop listening to the opinions of the world. And while I'm on economy, let me mention this and encapsulate it in this way. There's really only one economy anyway, and that is the economy of thought. I want it written in your hearts, and don't you ever forget that. The only economy is the economy of thought. 
which is I am. And makes no difference what the stocks and the bonds and the this and the that does. I am God. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Thought is the only economy. As a man thinks, so is he. And you see, Simon has listened to this until he has developed rock faith in it and cannot be moved. And when you know that the only economy is the economy of thought, you are not moved by the opinions of the world or the opinions of learned economists. And we are going to have to discipline and train and disciple the functions of our mind so that we are unmoved by the opinions of the world. This is Simon Peter, unmoved by the opinions of the world because he has listened to the Word of God until he has developed rock faith. I know I'm being redundant and I intend to be redundant. That's how people learn negatives, because the world has constantly been repeating those negative opinions over and over, day and night, on radio, television, newspaper, and word of mouth, <laughs> until people develop rock faith in negatives. That's why it's so hard to move people off of negatives sometimes. They develop rock faith in negatives because they've been listening with their inner ear to negatives. And so this is why I must pound it into you over and over again. So those of you who may be new to this teaching and you may be listening, you may be saying, well, he keeps repeating himself. Yes, I am. And I'm going to keep repeating it, and you'd better keep listening with your inner ear until you develop rock faith. <laughs> in God, in good, in I am, in the economy of thought, Simon, the spiritually trained inner ear, listens to God and God alone until he becomes deaf to all else. The prophet Isaiah in the 42nd chapter in the 19th verse of his book asked the question, Who is blind but my servant, are deaf as my messenger that I sent? And what does this mean? God's servant, the Lord's servant, must be blind to every cause but I am. <laughs> this is why I've told you before, also, when you're studying the Bible, sometimes the same word means an opposite thing. In one case, blind means you don't see the truth. In this case, blind means you don't see negatives. You don't see a lie. I only have eyes for you. I only have eyes for I am. I only have eyes for the one presence, the one power, the one cause. I am awareness of being. I only have eyes for the good. So the Lord... Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. Nothing. Uh-huh. Peace to the gods. Welcome to 
everybody. This is Akeem L. Uh, from Hindsight Radio. You're listening to the Truth Tuesday Show. Um, how's everybody? I'm a little off-centered here because I had some technical difficulties just as I was about to start. Got some new equipment here. Um, now, I'm not using my equipment because it, it started to act up. So I just want to make sure everybody can hear me clearly. Just text me real quick. Um, if if y'all could hear me or throw it up in the chat, please. Um, cause I got a lot to talk about tonight. I want y'all to hear me. So are we good? We good? We good? We good? Yep. They said they could hear you. Um, teammates sent me a message. Thank you for the support. All right. First off, I wish everybody well, peace, prosperity, wealth, good health, and all of that good stuff. Life has got has, is nothing but good for me. Even when it seems difficult, it's still good. We cannot allow small moments of disappointment or what we perceive as disappointment to forget or let us forget about all of the great things that's going on in our lives, Right? We got our health, we got a roof over our heads, we got a place to go and get under the covers and and get some um, sleep, some rest. You got jobs, you got businesses. I know some of you want to shed the boss, but right now you have a job. You got money coming in. There's some people that don't have that. And largely you have these things because you have manifested these things into your reality. So you can change those realities if you have a job. You can change that just for a simple thought, right? Everything's thought. Do you know God is thought? You know, they, they talk about in John the word. What is the word? The word is just the word that comes through your consciousness that uh, expresses itself through thought, and then it, then it reveals itself through creation. You see, everything you're seeing is a thought first, idea. So even those bad ideas are, you know, you choose to take part in that. You know, I know myself, I have been guilty of those things, of taking part in um, um, things that can tend to put me in a negative mindset. So, but the good thing about it, I recognize it. And the good thing about it, you can recognize it too when you do get in those negative mind, uh, mindsets. Because it's, it's going to creep up on you. Because negativity is all around us, trying to get in. The demons are always knocking at the door, trying to get in. Those are the real demons that they're talking about, those negative thoughts that get in your head that you allow to play out scenarios that may not be true. And even if they are true, uh, we let them change our mood. We let them destroy uh, the good that is coming into our life. So we have to be careful on what we're doing. Um, what did I want us to talk about? So, a couple of announcements before I get into the whole name change. Oh. Uh, case that I, I went and did my hearing yesterday, um, and it was a truly enlightening experience. I'm actually, like, 
in surreal mode? Like, did it really happen the way it did? Because it happened far better than I anticipated. So, but I'll talk about that. But first, I want to announce uh, the shows. You know, we got just, it's not just me on this on this show anymore. It's, uh, you know, I got uh, Jessica and Tasia is on Thursday uh, with the Divine Connection. Xavier's on Friday, Freedom Friday. Sometimes he does Saturday. We got Bathsheba, uh, the number one um, host on um, talking about homeschooling, the number one lady in my life. Um, So she's doing great things. Um, We got some real powerful ladies on this, this station. Before, we didn't have any. Now we have three, you know. Might get one more. Who knows? Um, Bun Bay, powerful brother. You know, I, I, I really admire him. You know, you know the, the mindset changed from the time I met him. You know, I always liked him, you know, from the time we met, even though we bumped heads a couple times over the phone. I, he didn't bump heads with me. I bumped heads with him. He, he was always, you know, reserved even when I was a little short with him. But there was always something about him um, that I liked. You know, he was a quiet brother. He listened. And whenever we did consultations, he, he, he definitely took my advice, and that's why he got success. One of the things, and, I, and I'm realizing more and more, that some, there's certain people that just won't follow your directions to the letter. They won't do it. They always got to add in their mix, and then when they get a different result, oh, it's the judge's fault. It's the people's. It's someone else's fault. But, you know, like I always say, if I give you something to do and you mix it up, then that's not my process anymore. That's yours. Now, you own that. You understand? Because what I give you guys, you know, it's something that I've done, and it worked. Now, one of the few things that I have told you guys to, to go do before I got it done was the name change. But I did it now. It's done. Now I can tell you what happens in that courtroom. But there's certain people, they just won't follow you all the way. And, you, you know, I'm okay with that, but don't get upset. And when they don't get results, you know, I was talking to Someone the other day, and I was like, do it this way, but they chose to add an extra spin, and they got different results, and then it, it didn't work out for them. And I had several people in the past. They're still fighting court cases over and over, the same court cases, and it's not getting any remedy. It's just getting worse. Why? Simply because they won't follow directions and simply because they won't study for themselves. Understand why I say do it a certain way. I don't tell you guys to do something. Because I'm just talking I just like to hear myself sound like I know what I'm talking about I tell you how to do something because I know what I'm talking about You know, and some people just have trust Trust in distrust in those things And I kind of identify certain people who are like that But, you know, I'm not going to go into all of you. I don't want to talk negative about them But it's, you know, it's understandable There's a certain group of people who have grown up with a certain type of entitlement and they, you know, when they, when a person like myself comes to them with information, 
I'm not the authority. So I, I got I, I can't be telling the truth. But after I read this paperwork tonight, you know, it's gonna be the truth. And some of y'all did get your name changed, but I'm not sure if it reads quite like my one. I'm gonna read it. Um, I know I said I wouldn't give y'all remedy, but <laughs> I was told not to give you remedy, but I also was told I had to read this. So I'm gonna read it. So once again, stay positive, stay off the negative stuff. Stop watching that crap on TV that keeps your mind negative. Stop listening to people that's negative. Stop thinking negative thoughts and always create positivity in life. So let's move on. Name change. Why is it important? It got you in all caps. It switched you up, and they put you into this pseudo-personality, this alter you, this, um, what is it called? Um, what is it? What's the a DBA, so to speak? They put you in business mode without your position, your without your permission. They put you in commerce without you, your permission. They took your name and deviated into all caps. That's what they did. When you see that, that's a DBA. That's an assumed name. You understand? All right. So let me set the scene. I had it. I had. I went to court yesterday. I thought I had to be there at said Then I looked at the uh, the invitation, and um, it said eleven. Oh, I said I got you know. Give me more time. And I'm gonna tell you, just so y'all know, that I'm still working on my consciousness when it comes to these things. I almost didn't go. I was just like, what am I doing this for? Like, why am I going? I don't need this. I could do this. I started to create all of these ideas in my head to get around it, you know, just an excuse not to go. But I had to, I had to fight myself. I had to fight my own consciousness. I'm telling you, the battle is not out of you. It's always inside. I had to fight myself. I can't go. The day before, I was having all of these crazy paranoia ideas, so I had to really talk to the ancestors, talk to myself, talk to the God in me, everything. And just just calm all of these demonistic thoughts that were coming up to be an adversary to what I was trying to do. There's no way I could not show up, and I'm telling you guys to do this. But I'm telling you, just so y'all know, I'm not uh, exempt from negative ideas. I'm not exempt from battling with my own self. So I went. Now, I dressed down. I had my suit on, you know, my, my kind of dark gray suit, black tie, light blue shirt, sharp at my, um, what's it, Johnson, you know, some nice shoes on, nice watch. Got there about 30 minutes early, and I noticed something. The people, they had a guy, like, at a front desk, like, and we're in a suit, and he had this badge on. It wasn't a regular, uh, like, a sheriff's deputy badge. I didn't get a good look at it. I'm like, oh, that's odd. Okay. And then when I walked in, and then he, he spoke to me, and I said, hi, how are you? How are you doing? And, you know, you know he, he said, you know, I'm good. And uh, But he had a certain hardness about him. 
but he was still polite. And and he said, what's your name? I told him my name. Oh, yeah, we're expecting you. Boom. Good. Go down to that last courtroom number one, and, and they'll call you, and they'll come out and get you. So I went down there, sat down. It wasn't five minutes before whoever was in the courtroom before me came out. Then another guy with a suit on and this funny badge comes out. And I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. But I didn't, you know, my mind was so focused on getting through the process, I didn't pick up on it until after I got off the phone and I talked to the guy I deal with with the uh, BC bond. And he he said something to me. I'll tell you what he said, but get in there. It's the, the, the judge, the clerk, the guy with the suit on who brought me in, and three sheriff's deputies sitting in there. So uh, one to the right of me, one in the back of me, one to the left of me, and, and then the other guy with the suit on. You know, you know, and if you ever been to court, the the, the bailiffs are in sheriff deputy uniforms. They're not in. It was almost like I was in a federal court because that's where you see those guys. They wear the, the a suit as the bailiffs. But went in there, and the, the the judge invites me to sit down, and he's polite, very nice, nice, nice judge. I can't say you know he's very open and um and and he said, uh, Mr. Barber, I see you want to change your name. And he says, I just want to understand some things before we uh, officially do this. He says, I just want to understand this I see your name, Akeem Barber, and you want to change it to Akeem Barber, but the only difference I see here is one name is in all caps, one is in the traditional form. That's the exact words he used. And and I just want to understand, do you want to change your name from the all caps to the traditional form or from the traditional form to the all caps? You know that's a trick question, right, because my position was very clear. So I said I want to change it uh, to the from the all caps to the traditional or the proper name, um, you know, the way things are supposed to be styled. He said, oh, okay. Uh, you know, and then he says, I see the birth certificate. It looks like it's in the traditional form, but somehow did it get into the all caps? Can you explain that? And I said, uh, well, I said somehow we got into the, the all caps. I don't know how, but that's what it's that's what it is now, and I just want to correct that. And then he said, well, tell me why you want to do this. What is Why is this important to you? And I said, well, there's some uh, legal reasons why I want to do it, but the real reason I want to do it is, 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 is spiritual. I want to put off the old man and become the new man. And he said, oh, okay, so personal reasons. He never said spiritual religion. Remember what I tell you. They, if I talk about spiritual or religious, he can't talk about it. So he had to identify this personal. So I said, he said, oh, okay. And then I said, I, I realize the entities may not take the old caps off of these things like the driver's license or my passport, but as long as I get an order from this court saying that that is my proper name, I'm satisfied with that. He said, oh, um, 
if I give you an order today, you know, he just say, if he said, when I give you this order today, you will be able to go and change these things. You will be able to go to, you know, this is very specific, the DMV, the passport, and you can go to the IRS, which I thought was odd. Why did you bring up the IRS? Then he said, oh, then he said the IRS and the Social Security Administration. That was his exact words to me. And I was like, hmm, interesting. I said, because I didn't bring up the legal. He did. See, what I, what, see you got to remember, and I have to go to it before I finish the story. I got to read something to you. Um, I got to find out where it is. Um Give me one second. I'm gonna find it. There's something and it's and it's all biblical. And there's people who try to laugh about when I said use this Bible as your way out of this um way out of this this, this hole they dug for us. Give me one second. All right. I'm I'm just trying to find it. Give me give me give me one. If I, I can't tell the story without reading this. All right, let's see if we got it now. All right. All right. I'm sorry it's taking so long, but I have to. Uh, give me one second. I should have had this up. And it's 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 what happened in during the trial of Jesus. It says Okay, here we go. I'm gonna read it from John chapter eighteen. Starting at I'll start from the very beginning of eighteen. After saying these things, Jesus crossed the Kindron Valley with his disciples and into a grove of olive trees. Judas, the betrayer, knew this place because Jesus had often gone there with his disciples. The leading priests and Pharisees had given Judas a contingent of Roman soldiers and temple guards to accompany him. Now with blazing torches, lanterns, and weapons, they arrived at the olive grove. Jesus fully realized all that was going to happen to him, so he stepped forward to meet them. Who are you looking for? He asked. Right? He stepped forward. He didn't hide. Jesus the Nazarene, they replied, and then he said, I am he. Jesus said, Judas, who had betrayed him, was standing with them. As Jesus said, I am he, they all drew back and fell to the ground. Once more, he asked them, who are you looking for? And again, they replied, Jesus the Nazarene. I told you that I am he, Jesus said. And since I am the one you want, let these others go. He did this to fulfill his own statement. I did not lose a single one of those who have given me. Then Simon Peter drew a sword and slashed off the right ear of the Mal- Malchus, the high priest's slave. But Jesus said to Peter, put your sword back into its sheath. Shall I not drink from the cup of suffering the Father has given me? So the soldiers there, commanding officers and the temple guards arrested Jesus and tied him up. First, they took him to Annas, since he was the father-in-law of Cephas, the high priest at that time. 
Theosis was the one who had told the other Jewish leaders, it's better that one man should die for the people. Simon Peter followed Jesus as did another of the disciples that the other disciples was acquainted with, the high priest. So he was allowed to enter the high priest's courtyard with Jesus. Now, you notice all Jesus did was identify himself. He's not doing a whole lot of talking, right? They're accusing him of something, and he's not doing much talking. And this is a problem that people are having in court. They want to talk, and they want to do all of this talking. I didn't do much talking in there. I only basically say yes, no, correct, confirmed. That's pretty much all I did, other than when I told him the spiritual aspect of what I wanted. Let me keep reading. Then the disciples who knew the high priest spoke to the woman watching at the gate, and she let Peter in. The woman asked Peter, you're not one of the man's disciples, one of that man's disciples, are you? No, he said, I am not. So there Peter betrayed him. See, that's what was happening to me before I went to court. My mind was trying to betray me, to keep me from going in and do this work. Because it was cold, the household servants and the guards had made a charcoal fire. They stood around it, warming themselves, and Peter stood with them, warning himself, warming himself. Inside the high priest began asking Jesus about his followers, what he had been teaching them. Jesus replied, everyone knows what I teach. I have preached regularly in the synagogues and the temple where the people gather. I have not spoken in secret. Why are you asking me this question? Ask those who heard me. They know what I said. See, he's only dealing with the facts here. That's it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. What do y'all want to do? They wanted him to go into his teaching. See, that courtroom wasn't the time for me to go into a straw man rhetoric. And I am the real man and I'm the living blood. I don't have to say that. They can see that. They see who I am. All I needed to tell them why I was doing it. What was my purpose? That was it. Let me keep going. Jesus replied, if I said anything wrong, you must prove it. But if I'm speaking the truth, why are you beating me? So they were beating him, Right? Then Annas bound Jesus and sent him to Cephas, the high priest. Now, these are the church leaders that are abusing him. This is not the Roman leader of the time, Pontius Pilate. These are the people who were supposed to be about truth and justice. This is why, I, what y'all think, <laughs> when I say stop leaving them churches alone, this was the church doing this. And as you know, some of y'all are going to church and the church has persecuted y'all or even put y'all in an uncomfortable position or you watch them persecuting each other. This is the church. This is a lesson about church, why it's a destructive force in our community. Are there good churches? Yes, some of them are good, but are they teaching you that you are God, God is in you? The truth is in you? No, they're coming to tell you, come to this church. This is where the church, the truth is. It's the only place you're going to get it. And if I ain't telling you the truth, it ain't the truth. You know, some of them actually believe that they are the voice of God to you. Instead of telling you as a messenger, because every messenger from the Bible was saying, I come not to do the will, my will, but the will of the Father, the higher consciousness, the mastermind. I don't have authority to tell you what God is telling you in your life. You have that authority. You have dominion. And let me skip down. 
to 28. Jesus traveled before Cephas ended in the early hours of the morning. Then he was taken to the headquarters of the Roman governor. His accusers didn't go inside because it would defile them, and they wouldn't be allowed to celebrate the Passover. So they wouldn't. They sent this man off to his death, but they wouldn't go there to defile. They 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 would. They wanted to hold on to this ritual instead of the truth. This is some of what people are doing. They want to hold on to these ritualistic ideas when they go into court and these legal theories, and this is why they don't win. Then he said, so Pilate, the governor, went out to them, and what is your charge against this man? We wouldn't have handed him over if, if you, to you if he weren't a criminal, they retorted. Then take him away and judge him by your own law. He was like, go do him by your own law. They had their own law, and they wanted this government to be the law over them. And this, oh, I'm reading this for a reason because I'm reading remedy. It's, I'm going to read it again. Then take him away and judge him by your own law. The reason why we're having issues, because we are going into their law to be judged. See, now y'all might say, well, King went and got your name changed done by their law. No, I went and I said, this, you guys are calling me this. Now it's time for you to call me that because you switched up switched up on me. So I need you guys, since y'all want to make up names, no, here's who I really am right there. That's, that's why that was necessary. And plus, I had lived a lifetime of being recognized as that. So I had to go to the same place that created it to uncreate it. All right? Then Pilate went into his headquarters and called for Jesus to be brought to him. Are you the king of the Jews? He asked him. Jesus replied, is this your own question? Or did others tell you about me? Am I a Jew, Pilate? Am I a Jew, Pilate retorted. Your own people and their leading priests brought you to me for trial. Why? What have you done? Jesus said, my kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. See, he's staying straight spiritual. He's staying on a higher level in this conversation. My kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. It if it were my followers would fight if it were, my followers would fight to keep me from being handed over to Jewish leaders. But my kingdom is not of this world, meaning it's of a higher dominion. Pilate said, So you are king, Jesus responded. You say I am king. Actually I was born and came into the world to testify to the truth. All who love the truth recognize what I say is true. See straight spiritual. He's not going into legal theory. You know, how you guys are wrong and you're lying. He didn't do that. What is truth, Pilate said. Then he went out again to the people and told them, he is not guilty of any crime, but you have customs of asking me to release one prisoner each year at Passover. Would you like me to release this king of the Jews? But they shouted, no, not this man. We want Barabbas. See, they were not interested in the truth. Right? They weren't interested. But on to back to the name change. I just read that. There wasn't a whole lot of rhetoric going on. He just confirmed or denied whatever was being said. And that's what I try to tell you guys. Y'all don't have to go into these long spills about USC, such and such and such. That never came out of my mouth. I just stayed, stayed straight. This is why I'm doing it. So back to the story. So the judge says, yeah, you know, you do this. And he would talk for about five minutes on this. You can, I, if I, you know, when we do this, you, you're going to take this and you can take it to all of these entities and they will change your identity on these documents. 
So, so we go into it, and he says, this was on them, you know, I had to do it on the record, speaking to the mic. So we went on the record. He asked me my name and everything. And we, I'm going to cut, cut through the story because it's almost 8 o'clock. So I'm just going to first read my petition. About to give y'all remedy right here on the age, on on the air, or what my petition actually said. Here it is. This case is. Uh, it says the petitioner, petitioner would respectfully show unto the court. Petitioner is a free inhabitant of York County, South Carolina. See that free inhabitant. See, it was that word. That brought in the men in suits, and I'll reveal to you guys who that free, those guys in the suits were. Petitioner is 50 years of age. Petitioner was born in Bronx, New York, on October 27th, 1969. That's right, birthday's next week. By the way, I'm taking a week off next week. We're, we're going uh, on vacation. The name on the petitioner's birth certificate uh, is Akeem Barber. So I styled it exactly how the birth certificate. So when you style your paperwork and they say what the name is, if it's on cap, you style it exactly the way the birth certificate is styled. Okay? Petitioner wished to change his name to Akeem Barber. I guess that's why the judge asked the question. Because I said Akeem Barber the way it's styled on the birth certificate. Reason for the name for name change. Number one. Now in my paperwork I mentioned 18 U.S.C. 1342, as I've done in shows before, what you need to do, right? It says, it is unlawful to use fictitious name or assumed name pursuant to 18 U.S.C. 1342. Whoever, for the purpose of conducting, promoting, or carrying on by means of the postal service, any scheme or device mentioned in Section 1341 of the title or any other unlawful business, uses or assumes or requests to be addressed, by any fictitious, false, or assumed title, name, or address, or name other than its own proper name, any letter, postal card, package, or other mail matter addressed to any such fictitious, false, assumed title, name, or address, or name that then is his own proper name shall be fined under this title or in prison not more than five years or both. Number two, Capitus Diminutio. Maxima, the highest or most comprehensive law status. Three, Second Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. So if you have elevated your consciousness, you are a new creation. All, all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things of, are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. And has given us the ministry of reconciliation. What was I doing in the courtroom? I was reconciling the name. What does reconcile mean? Let's look at this. Reconciliation. Definition of reconciliation is the restoration of friendly relations. Huh? The action of making one view of belief compatible with another. Reuniting, reunion, conciliation. Okay, I was reconciling friendly relations. Why? Because that, that, all caps, is a belligerent. It's the enemy of the state. It's a debtor. 
Right? Doesn't the Bible says not to be the debtor? Don't be the the borrower. You're supposed to be the creditor. So I was, and I, this is why I use that scripture, right? And then you got people laughing because you want to use the Bible. But this word, I was restoring friendly relationships with who? The, the, the government that created the hostile entity called the straw man. Where they make him responsible for all debts. There it goes. Right? That is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. So what am I doing? I'm reconciling myself back also to God or to God in me. Because the straw man was a government property, and I'm using that and saying they are the authority over me, the God in me. Not imputing, imputing their trespasses to them and have committed to us the word of reconciliation. This, 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 they got demputing, and it's with a D, but they put the D in brackets. Let's see what that means. I hope y'all grasping this because I'm never going to do this again. So I hope y'all. So impute means represent, especially something. Um, so it says not imputing their trespasses. So representing something, especially something of this rival as being done, called to possess by someone attribute. So they have strived that straw man to you and that's a trespass. Okay? And his com- and he has committed to us the world of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God was pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So, let me keep going. Let me, number six, petitioner has attached here to the results of a criminal background check and screening statement from SLED indicating that he is not listed on the divisions of sex offender registry. This is why some of y'all, you know, some people going to have a hard time with some of these, these things. They do the background check, and y'all going to have, they're going to they're gonna use that as a reason not to let you out. Petitioner has attached here to a screening statement from SCDSS indicating that he is not listed on the Department of Central Registry of Child Abuse and Neglect. Petitioner has attached it to an affidavit status that he is not under any court order to pay child support or alimony. Petitioner does not seek to change his name for fraudulent, illegal, or improper purpose. Wherefore, the petitioner prays as follows. For an order granting petitioner's name change to Akeem Barber, which is the upper and lower, for an order directing the state registrar to issue an amended birth certificate Reflecting the petitioner's name, changed name to Akeem Barber, for such further relief as the court deemed just and proper. So, this was like I got this petition offline and then I had to adjust it. Like, I had to put in free and happening. And then I put in, I had to, the affidavits was all the things they spoke of, the record check, some of those records check, the affidavit that I don't own. Um, Oh, any uh, child support. Oh, yeah. And then guess what I put on my consent to release information? My race is American 
Indian. Right? That's what I wrote in. I wrote that in. I'm I'm changing some things because I've been digging. <laughs> but I just told y'all that's what I put on there. And here it is, the order. Hopefully I can read all of this before Lauren calls me. She's about to call. So here's the order. After all of the conversations that went on, it said it appearing to the satisfaction of the family court from the verified petition from change of name file petitioning above titled action that this court has jurisdiction over this matter pursuant to section 20-7-420, Code of Laws of South Carolina, 1976, as amended, that the party is entitled to and is not in any way disqualified to have his name changed and that the applicable provisions of Section 15-49-10, Code of Laws of South Carolina, 1976, as amended, have been complied with, and that the following good and sufficient reasons exist for the change of name. A, the petitioner was born, Akeem Barber, that's in all caps, on October 27, 1969, in Bronx, New York. Petitioner is recognized as Akeem Barber, that's up and lower. That the petitioner filed a verified petition affirming that his desire for a name change is not to avoid civil liability or criminal prosecution, creditors, judgment, and that he has never filed bankruptcy, does not have a criminal record, and has never been placed on any type of abuse registry in the state or any other state, nor has petitioner ever been denied a passport. Isn't that interesting? That they denied a passport? See that no confusion, crime, or fraud will result from all the requested name change as the petitioner is simply dropping use of his name in all capitals and using the same spelling but lowering all letters except the first letter of his first name, first and last name. Therefore, it is hereby ordered, adjudged, and decreed that the name of the petitioner, Akeem Barber, in all caps, is hereby changed to Akeem Barber and that he is hereby allowed to use the name of Akeem Barber for all purposes, socially, professionally, and legally from this day henceforth. And it is so ordered. And I'll be right back. The study at this time is titled, Developing Your Power of Knowing. Let's put that in the first person and let's say together, developing my power of knowing. And of course, this lesson represents Philip, the fifth disciple of Jesus. Jesus, the God conscious mind. Jesus, the mastermind. And this is one in a series of the study titled, Jesus and the Twelve Disciples, representative of you and the Twelve Disciplines of your mind, are the Twelve Attributes, Functions, Qualities, of Faculties of your mind. It is well that we do some introductory discussion and definition at the beginning of this particular lesson. Hey, yo, hey, what time is it? It's 7 o'clock. Why? What's up? Hindsight time. That's what's up. 
Pansaita. You already know. Don't leave me. Trying to get my knowledge on, too. That good old knowledge without a college, bro. Don't be stingy with the knowledge. You walking on slow. Let's get the hard stepping. You know what time it is. Those who don't listen, special. Real special. Real special. You know, I ain't old as I look, but I'm never too old to get that knowledge. You are now listening to Hindsight Radio. Stay right there. Stay right there. You're listening to Hindsight Radio. All right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, so I read the petition. I read the order. And it, you know, it went through without 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 drama. Now, so I called someone I'm working with. You know, if you're in my private group, uh, we got a guy who handles all of our DC bonds and stuff like that. So I called him up and told him what happened. He congratulated me, and then he said something. He said, "Was the Secret Service in there with you?" And then I thought about it. I said, no. And I said, wait a minute. There was these guys with these suits on that I never, you know, which was unusual. So, yes, girl, when you put in a petition like this and put in certain language, they're going to send the Secret Service in that room to see who you are. See if you're one of these sovereign citizen knuckleheads trying to do this to cause problems for them. See, I'm not looking to have problems with these people. I'm just trying to just correct the record. That's it. I'm not trying to, you know, you know, you know, cause havoc in their courtroom. Because one thing, once I get to the, the next level of teaching, I'm gonna show y'all that those courtrooms they are not for you. We've been tapping on the wrong door. It that has been said in the past, but they're always pointing y'all in the wrong direction. I'm going to point y'all in the right direction. But first, you got to go and unlock that door where they got you trapped in and get out of that room of the straw man and get out now that I'm out. Now I can go put in what I need, where I really need to be, where my ancestors have been telling me to go for for a, for a long time, but we, we just didn't see it. Then I revealed that, and most likely that's only going to be revealed in my uh, in my seminars. You know, that's it. Not, well, my not my seminars, my private class. I might reveal it in seminars. I might talk. Yeah, I'll probably talk about it on seminars. Y'all come see me face to face. Um, which I'm going to have a seminar real soon. Uh, I'm working on it. Um, if y'all got questions, press the one. Y'all want to talk about this name change thing? Because y'all better uh, get get take advantage of what I'm doing tonight. Because next week uh, we're gonna be talking about spiritual things again until I move to, to to drop something else, or I might be dropping something else next week. It just depends. The ancestors they come and they say, "Well, this is what you need to talk about tonight. This is what you need to say to them tonight." I don't have a script, y'all. Well, let me go to the phone line. A uh, couple of people got a few people got their hands up. Seven one five five zero one P. Akeem, 
What's up, Akeem? Yo, Marco, Marco, peace, man. Akeem, the disciple of the true God, the God in him. Yeah. You're a disciple, man. I'm telling you. You preaching it, man. Um, Man. Yeah. Guess what, what you're saying what is... I was mind blown. I'm sorry. It's almost almost like what happened to me, but um, I did it through Zoom, the Zoom uh, video conference, and it was a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. I was under he, like uh, camera me, action. <laughs> oh <laughs> <In> man, <the> like, <laughs> I hate going to those courtrooms. I don't know. It's like this this, this dark feeling around you, you know. But you know, but I, I you know, the first time I felt okay once I was in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I was at I was at home sitting on my on my chair. I was I was comfy. <laughs> I mm-hmm. wasn't nervous at all. And then the, right. the judge Man. the judge said he goes, uh, why are you doing this? He goes, Are you one of those sovereign citizens? I said, No, I said I'm I'm doing it for my religious reasons and then he goes, oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. And then he was like same thing, mm-hmm. like um he said I thought he was trying to trip me up because he said, um I said I, I want to change my name to my proper name, and I explained it mm-hmm. explicitly. And he goes, "Okay, so you wanted you wanted to have it the, the traditional way," and I didn't pick it up oh until like after the after the court was done. I'm like, "Did this dude just call a fast one on me?" I'm like, I said proper, you said traditional. This is the I same. Like, you saying the same thing. That is the traditional way. Yeah. So what he's saying is, if that's the traditional way, why is the court using an untraditional way? Mm-hmm. You get it? Yeah, because we're saying? following Why their, their laws. Their... Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Man. And that, right. oh, man. So. that That's revealing yeah. when they say that. Yeah. It, boy, what's tripping me out is what he said to you afterwards. Yeah, you can change mm-hmm. it in the IRS and, and you know, yes. passport, <laughs> social. I'm like, I didn't bring... I'm like blow, blown away, man. When you said that, I was like, holy sh- Damn. I'm that's that's why I'm doing that. <laughs> I'm sorry. He said go down and I, what I didn't say, he said go down and get six certified copies so you can give it to all of these entities if you so oh. choose to have it changed. Cool. Excellent. Right. You gotta get get your certified copies and I want you to get exemplified uh, an exemplified copy as well. Exemplified copy, all right, cool. Exemplified, well, did you, yes. Did you see you went into the course so I did it on the Zoom, and um, he they didn't tell me, like, when I can – I didn't even get the petition back with the court order yet. But on the on the website, it says that it's been done. And I, yeah, and just I, go I, down there I, and get them, tell me one certified copy. Yep. I think now, I'm just going to go down there and just get it. Let me let me blow your mind even further. I there was no flags in that courtroom, y'all. There was no what? Oh, Really? No. Mm-mm. Wow. I don't remember. It, like it was a blur, but I don't remember seeing any standing behind him. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy, man. They they mm-hmm. they're like they're probably thinking like this dude. He's doing some shit that a lot of people don't even know about, and we we go we got we got check to see because what the hell I, he's I, doing. We're not. I, the court had to change because of what I was saying. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you don't go on their property, they're going to use that, that they're going to treat you like the straw man. Yep, yep. Wow. And some that's, of you are going to have a hard time when y'all have these, some people are going to have records that, you know, y'all got some ties to them somehow mm-hmm. that has to be done and undone before they let you through this gate. Mm. You know, you're going to have to You know, they didn't even... They didn't even tell me how to do the thumbprint or background check or any of that crap. New York is not like that. You know, just some states, the, the southern states for the most part are like that. They want all of these background checks and stuff like that. Okay. Oh, yeah. But like up north New York, they don't ask for a background check. Hmm. For name check. Okay, okay. Mm-mm. Well, that right. answers my question. Um. I have another off-talk but they, topic now, question, wait, wait, but you kind of like before you go ahead before you go ahead. ask that question. But they do do a yeah. background check on you. Listen, they know who I was oh, when I walked in that courtroom. Yeah, they knew exactly yeah. what I. They probably know about my shows. They know everything. They just wanted mm-hmm. to see how I was going to behave in that courtroom before they mm-hmm. moved forward. Yep, yep. You know, yeah, they know. I, I came, you know, I know came to the part like I was coming for a serious event. I didn't come with, you know, looking like I just played basketball or something like that. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, wow. Yeah, you came, you know, from styling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah. kind of answered my question already, That my second question. Um, it was off topic, but, you know, I've, you know, I've been dealing with the IRS, but I never had to deal with the state. And, you know, I send the letters to the IRS but the letters to the state I've never done before. And, the um, state is I don't know like, they're a little more difficult to deal with because they'll just roll through mm-hmm. you. But the way I yeah, hear yeah. the state is through the Constitution, letting them know I got in touch with the commissioner of the IRS for the state. I went straight to the top. That's the way you're going to have to deal with the state. Let them know that they're not following the Constitution by pursuing this. And okay. whatever they're saying is in dispute with the IRS until because they can't resolve that until the IRS comes to a resolution, which they never will. Yeah, yeah. See, the That's IRS, close. the federal, the IRS and all of them has got the, the, the states involved in this money scheme to get money out mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. So they, they're, the only way they can tax you is if you do a federal return. So how can they assess you if you haven't been assessed by the IRS through the federal? I know. See? That's why I was or tripping. Like, so they, they won't hold just like them. Yeah. I was tripping. Like, why? I never got one because I, I haven't filed anything to the IRS, and they, they sent me this letter. But you know what I was thinking? Yeah, they, like, if I get this um, the certified copy saying that that ain't me, did they, 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 they send it in all caps? Yes, they did. Let me see. Right. Okay. Pretty damn sure they did. Yeah, they yeah. did. All, all caps. Oh, that's just all caps. So I was thinking I could throw that in there, too, with the court order. I wonder, I wonder right. what what their response is going to be. But uh, I'll let you know. And um, Okay. What else I was going to tell you? Oh, I, I was going to drop... Um, I I got this new website. I don't know if it would be all right if I if I drop it on your your, your radio show. Um, okay. That's okay. Um, the, my my new website is called King Cons. This is K I N G 
K-H-A-N-Z.com. Okay. And then want to check it out. But, uh, again, thank okay. you, uh, Keem, for your enlightenment. What's on the website? You didn't tell them what, they, what they're going there for. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's, 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 um, it's about, you know, uh, about um, that the Americas is our land. Um, that's our birthright. Oh, okay. like and, history um, stuff. yeah, right. history stuff. And, um, you know, check it out. It's, I, I just got it started. And, uh, if anyone's interested, go ahead and check it out. And, um, okay. Yeah. yeah. But I appreciate you. So, you know, you I can, appreciate type you. that in the chat. Type that in the chat. When you get oh, okay. I got to get in the chat. Right. I'll do that. Okay. Cool. Thank you. I right. appreciate Thank you, man. You. Peace. All right. Peace. All right, let's go to 786-597. Hey, peace to God. The phone lines are full up today, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah we don't open it up. <laughs> hey, what's going yeah. on? Hey, well, I had a different issue than, than what you and Marco have. I actually got a, um, an order denying uh, the name change. So I actually got a... Why did they deny No, they sent me some... They say that the... Okay, I got the order right here. Oh, my way. We got a little red box um, disposed by the judge. Um, mm-hmm. Well, can I read it, or you want me to, like, send it to you? Yeah, read it. Read it, if you don't mind. Okay, it says, uh, the caption is, order denying petition, petitioner's name changed. It says, this cause came before the court on September 24, 2020, um, petitioners petition for name change in the court, having heard argument of petitioner and noting that petitioner did not seek a true name change, but rather when and where capital letters can be used by the clerk of court in, in other matters, being otherwise advised in the premises, it is hereupon. Order and adjudicate that said motion be, and the same is hereby denied as mute, mute, mute. Done in order in chambers. Mm. What did you uh, put in your uh, as a reason for uh, for you changing your name? What was your yeah, reason? I put, I put the um. Let me see here. Uh, I followed the. Uh, what is the affidavit? I think here it is. Not the affidavit. The, um. Like the, the 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 documents that we um that we have for the for, for the petition name change, I think we went over that on on the private um membership class. I put. Mm-hmm. Uh, but y'all never saw my petition in the membership. I don't remember reading that. Did I read it? No, I don't think you did. No. Did you use the Bible or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, I use I use the Bible. Um, I used um eighteen. 18 U.S.C. 1342. Um, I use the Bible, Matthew, um, not Matthew, but um, first, Second Corinthians um, 5, 17 to 21. Um, yes, let's Then I use the capitals, um, the all caps, the definition, I think mm-hmm. it's Black Laws Dictionary. And, um, you might have to appeal that decision. So Yes I did. Right. Yeah, I appeal I appealed the, the decision to um ask for like a rehearing and mm-hmm. right now the the saying is that it's uh it's been completed so I know they have the um um 
you know, the, the petition for a rehearing and they accepted it. I'm just trying to see when they're going to have it uh, rescheduled because I did it with the Zoom, through the Zoom um, interface. I wasn't, you know, it still can't allow us to like physically appear there. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to see what the response is going to be to that. All right, so what's your question? So, um, as far as, it's probably, um, I don't know why why it wasn't not. They mentioned something about this court, this this the the um cursive court. They styling because they do a, a, some type of internal styling in there. I said I I I really don't know about the internal style. I just know that this is what uh, what, I, what I'm trying to do. And um, I went back and forth to judge and saying that it's it's the same. And I'm trying to understand why it's the same. You, you see one one name is spelled in all caps. The other one is spelled in, in, in proper form. So how how is the same? And it's you pretty not much the like that's a yeah. The all caps is an acronym, so it's not the yeah. Same. And it's not the traditional way of doing things. Yes. So I got I, I was got I got into like like um I said discouraged because I thought I did something wrong, and the judge telling me no, you did everything correctly. I'm just like now I'm really confused. If everything's done correctly, why you uh. <laughs> Why, 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 why was why, why was denied? So mm-hmm. I probably did. Most likely, I probably didn't like make it. Um, I just need to do the have, have the rehearing done so I can clarify my intent because I'm, I'm guessing it was like lost in translation. I I didn't present it how I was supposed to present it. So I think I have to just take another yeah. uh, second body the app and make sure I do it correctly. Yeah. Yeah, I would do a rehearing because he didn't really. He, he's trying to yeah. say they're the same, and it's not. And GPO man, you said it's not. Correct. You know, right? So. All right, so let me just focus right. on that. Yeah, just do the rehearing. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye. All right, uh, remember the GPO man, you can be a tool for that as well because it tells you how things are supposed to be properly styled. So some of y'all might have to go in there and use that. All right, uh, let's go to nine zero one two six five. Peace, God. Peace, peace. Hi. What's going on? You congratulations. Peace, God. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. And I just want to thank you for being a true leader, going out, getting it done, and bringing it back so the people can see and having that scan, seven scan stick that our ancestors mm-hmm. required of the leaders. And I want you to know I yep. appreciate what you did. That's, that's an amazing feat, and I, I really appreciate that for everybody involved so we can see what needs to be done and get it done. Yeah, I just, yeah. You can't teach yeah. without doing, you know. That's cool. If I'm going to tell you to do something, I'm going to do it myself. Only reason why it took me so long to do it because COVID-19. But I'm glad for yeah. COVID-19 because it put me, you know, put me with the right, right judge. Mm-hmm. You so know, I, it, I, it, it, uh, it, it put me, um, in a, in, in the position to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Put you where the ancestors had ordained you to be, and it had to go through mm-hmm. these steps. So that's a beautiful yes. thing. 
And I did have oh, one yes, question. Oh, yes, it's beautiful. Your, uh, well, go ahead. What's your question? Order, the order that was written, did you write it or did the judge write it? No. Oh, see, Dad, I'm glad you asked that question. Because in South Carolina, in order you, whenever you petition the court for anything, you're supposed to draft your your uh, own proposed order. That's the requirement. And even in the name change, it said I, that was I, what, if it didn't have a proposed order, they won't they won't hear the case, right? Okay. So when I turned my paperwork in way back in, I think it was like June or April. Maybe it was late. I turned it in. Wait a minute. I can tell you what I turned it in. June 11th is when I turned it in, right? Okay. I had the proposed order with it, and she gave it. She went, took my paperwork, and took about 10, 15 minutes to come back to me. I said, oh, this is going to be something. She comes back and gives me back the proposed order, then tells me, Call back in August, August for a court date because we, you know, they, they show on judges, they have to call judges in, blah, blah, blah. But she gave me back my proposed order. So I thought, you know, I was thinking negative about that, like, you know, this is, she was supposed to take it. But, you know, my spirit said, don't push the issue. So the order that was given me, they drafted it. Oh. Exactly like that. They wrote that right there that day on the spot. He, wow. he he took a recess, which took about five minutes, and I thought that was forever because I was sitting there with these three deputies behind me and the the, the secret service guy uh, just sitting there. We all quiet, just fiddling our thumbs. I'm like, oh, what is he doing back there? Did I say something? I had all these negative things, you know, just all kind of crazy thoughts going through my head. And um, my mind was playing tricks on me. He came out with the order, so he had he had that already prepared. Sure did. Came out that quick. And then he told the clerk exactly, read it off, and said, "Here, take this. Give it to the um, clerk downstairs." So I had to go down to the clerk's court and get my certified copy. And I didn't have okay. to pay for those. They made they made them for me. And you also mentioned to get a exemplified copy. Could you share with yeah, us? Yeah, get an exemplified that? copy. Um, I'll tell you all that in the in the uh, premium membership. Okay. I'm just gonna say and get one, an exemplified copy. That ain't for everybody's and, ears. Okay. And one last question: mm-hmm. You said change your nationality to American Indian. Uh, I didn't say change it to that. I did. <laughs> My sister said write that down, and I wrote it down. Okay. Okay. No problem. Like on the thing when they asked me with the red, I just said American. Now, isn't that in line with what I've been reading over the last couple of weeks? Of the last couple of Americans? years? Over the last couple well, of years, I've been saying it. And, and mm-hmm. people have, no, we this and we that, we this and this, we that. No, nah. I'm going by what them treaties are saying we are. I know mm-hmm. more is a, a more accurate terminology, but when they wrote these laws, they were using the terms American. Yes, they had places in there, like in Delaware, they wrote down Moors and did that. But in this in this area, Moors was a subtitle, not the main title. 
Okay. You see? Okay. Now, more is fine. But you see the results I got when I used American, right? Mm-hmm. You see the results when I use American on a passport. You see the results. Nobody gets results like that using more on it. They can't push back. On their paperwork. The mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> can't push back. Yeah. Right. They can't. They're not getting those results. They, what, what, all the people that's using Moors and these Moors IDs, what's happening? They're going to jail. <laughs> yep. I, I look at facts. I don't look at what they say is going to happen, what they think. I look at what is happening when they use those terms. And I look at what happens when I use the term American or I use a tribal name from the actual our actual ancestors. Right. And you one last thing. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I was looking at the clan mother. Mm-hmm. And when this was initially set up, we went from families to clans. We're actually clans. Right. And then right. a few years later, they set up the Ku Klux Klan to terrorize and kill and try to destroy our people. So to yep. me, they flipped because they spell their clan with a K. And the yep. clan we is with a C. So they mm-hmm. also stole. A clan, our, this is the definition of clan. Right. Let me pull my A group dictionary. of close knit and interrelated families, especially children with families in Scottish Highlands. This is one of the definite family, especially a large one. A clan is a family. Uh huh. What we're calling family today. So a group that's of people with strong common interest. That's the definition. C L A N. And I think that's right. right on par with tribe. Um. Right. Yeah, a large number of uh, a, a, a tribe, a social division, a traditional society consisting of families or communities linked by social, economic, religious, or blood ties with common culture and dialect, typically having a recognized leader. Mm-hmm. So and tribe. in the 1828 dictionary, the Northwester Dictionary, it states uh, children. Posterity, a tribe, breed, generation, family, uh, a race, a family, a tribe, hence an association of persons under a chieftain. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, it's right. you know just interesting. It came to me that they even wanted our family title, which is we are mm-hmm. clan, which is a family. Right. It's been it. a pleasure. Bob. Okay. All right, Glenda, thank, thank you. All you too. All right. Peace. All right. Now, one of the things that I, I tried to reinforce in that paperwork, I said free inhabitant. Free inhabitant. All right, two, five, three, four, seven, six. Yeah, peace to the gods. Hey, peace to the God. What's going on? Yeah, you got it. I came. Hey, I want to thank you, thank you for all of the good paperwork that you've given 
But before I get into this, I need to explain something to you about what's going on because when you were mentioning something about the confusion in your thoughts and stuff like that, okay, I need to for everybody to hear this. Okay, this is what's going on. There is some very negative energies all around the planet. Okay, sometimes you may be feeling confused. Sometimes you may, you may be feeling drained. Sometimes you may say, well, what I'm going to do tomorrow, and then when tomorrow comes, then your mind is changed. Okay, this is an attack. And with you being mm. spiritual, with Marco being spiritual, the two, the two spiritual people that I know on the line, as well as uh, Glenda, all of the work that she's doing to help people, I'm trying to give you all a heads up what's going on. Everybody mm-hmm. who is capable of helping anybody is being attacked mentally. Mm-hmm. You're feeling overly drained. And notice now when the sun goes down, you feel a relief. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our planet, That's our true, whole yeah. solar system, our whole solar system here. We're moving out of the third dimension. We're moving into the fourth dimension. There is a battle going I know this is going to sound crazy, but this is the truth. There is a battle that's going on in space, but the reptilians have got their asses kicked already. There's millions of kids being brought up from underneath the planet in the doms. they got mm-hmm. some them babies that they have down there. They've been drinking these children's blood. This is some really sick shit that they're doing. Donald mm-hmm. Trump has rescued about 50 million children, babies, from underneath the earth with this adrenochrome shit going on. Mm-hmm. This, this is very, very sad. This is the truth. This is what's going on. And with you being spiritual, Akeem, these motherfucking entities, they know who you are. So they're mm-hmm. going to be attacking you like they're attacking me. With me, too. Even when I do spiritual cleanses and incense, it still don't want to do any good. Right. What's right. going on? What's what's going on? We're gonna to have to hold on a little bit longer until we get through this. We have a lot of help that is here. We have boots on the ground. We have extraterrestrials that are here. We have mother gigantic motherships that are in the atmosphere. There's so much mm-hmm. shit that's going on. I don't want to tell everybody all this because they're gonna think I'm crazy. But we'll get through mm-hmm. this. This is a spiritual attack on us all, especially the spiritual people who are trying to help someone. You're going to be getting attacked mm-hmm. the most. So you got to stick with your prayers. And, you know, mm-hmm. Stick with your meditation. Stick with your prayers. And we're, we're all going to get through this. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks for that, Eddie. Yeah, yeah I, I, but I, I want to tell you about... spiritual attack because those thoughts that yeah. I have was not usual. Um, I know. But... You know that I was even in the point where I ain't, I ain't gonna go and just, but I went. You know, like, I went and I just had to. I, I gotta remember. You gotta remember these spiritual attacks or these attacks that they doing are all illusions. And it's your yes. choice to believe in them. Yeah, they're trying to throw yeah, things. Definitely. You know, whatever they're doing, it's illusions. Most definitely. All right, thanks. Hey, but I wanted to share all with right. you. We went down to the court today to put in our paperwork. Me and my wife. All right. When we when we first got in there, the clerk, I think he must have started feeling my energy or something because when I walked up to him, he kind of started shaking. And then when he started mm-hmm. reading my the, the petition, he said that, uh, you want to do a name change? He said, well, both of these names are the same. I said, uh, no, they're not. He said, well, yeah, this name right here and this name right here, this is your name. I said, no, 
That is that name right there is all upper case letter. Oh, okay. That is not my name. Right. And he said, Well why do you want to why do you want to change it? I say, It is my spiritual beliefs that I want to be recognized in my proper name, my wife and myself, while we are alive. So he said that mm-hmm. after he finished shaking, he said that he had he needed to go inside and talk to his supervisor. Okay, and then when he mm-hmm. came back he was smiling you and he said that you know he and I need to I need to tell you that he gave a congratulations on your paperwork because we use your paperwork that you gave us. He says that he oh, liked paperwork. Okay. To, yeah, he said he loves paperwork that's mm-hmm. put together neat and nice. So I started talking mm-hmm. to him a little bit more, kind of ease him, ease him down, because I know he was feeling my energy. So I had calmed him down mm-hmm. and everything, and I explained it to him. This is my spiritual belief to be recognized in my proper capacity. I said, in accordance with the United States of America, the congressional record, the all-capital-letter name, that is not my name. That is a government-made-up mm-hmm. name. And he said, oh, you, you do know the law. I said, I know a little bit. I didn't want to go off on it <laughs> with everything that I know. But, <laughs> well, you oh, know, that'd be playing but dumb, we but got our, we got our date and everything. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I just yeah. wanted to thank you it's for no everything problem, you gave man. us. All right, no problem. Thanks. Good okay. Story. All right. Thank you. All right. Okay. Oh, there you go. Because that judge talked about the IRS, and he must have looked up that, you know, I've been battling with them IRS people for years. He had to. I was no straight down, man. Uh, 773398. Hey, what's up, Akeem? Hey, what's going on, Pete? What's going on? This is Dre Pauls, man, in Chicago. How's it going? Dre Pauls, what's going on, Chicago? What's going on? Uh, you got it, you peace got it. God. Hey, peace to the God. Hey, that brother you know was just on. Uh, I heard, heard, I heard the same thing. Eddie? What he was just talking about. Yeah, I heard the same. Yeah, I've been thing hearing that. Coming. I got a buddy, Matt. He talks about that all the time. And yeah. I'm not. Were they fans? So he's pretty accurate, you know. And I know it sounds crazy. I just don't talk about it because. Right. Why talk yeah. about something that people don't understand, overstand? Exactly. So, exactly. And, and that's not my lane. That's his lane. Eddie's lane. Matt, that's their lane. I stay in right. my lane to try to keep y'all on. Let's get this stuff. Because I can't go to oh, the adrenal, adrenal promo stuff. Right. I right, can't do anything. Right. So I don't spend my time on it. So I spend my time right. on here. This is what y'all need to do because things are changing. The courts are exactly. changing. And I want y'all to be ready when it happens because some people are going to be stuck in that mode. You know, yeah. well, they're gonna be they're gonna become the debtors, the slaves. They're gonna remain the slaves. Yeah. Time to get out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Huh. You know. But I had a question on the. Did you did you submit your uh, authenticated birth certificate? Yeah. You did. Okay. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And your your birth certificate has all is all caps. No, mine isn't. Mine is up. To okay. Home. Yeah, mine is too. That's I was just wondering. Okay. Yeah, mine isn't. But I that's why I read it to y'all the way I did. Go back and listen to the show. Yeah, yeah. Go back in the beginning because I read the whole petition like verbatim. Okay, okay, yeah, because I missed the first part of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I read the whole petition verbatim. I'm gonna put okay. it up on my website. You know, I'm gonna gotta you know take out some press, and uh, I you know eventually. Uh, but first, I'm gonna. And my petition over to all my premium members. You know, if you're a premium member, you ain't got to worry. But I'm just gonna give y'all a copy of it. 
Oh yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm all, yeah. So I'm in, don't worry yeah. about it. Okay. I'll get that at the next meeting. All right. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. All right. Peace I might send God. it out before because I got vacation and you know it's a lot going on. All right. Okay. Peace. All right. Peace. All right. Right, premium members get first dibs on my on on stuff. Oh, five one zero nine one zero. Yeah. Oh, this is Anthony. Hey, I, hey, I was listening to that that brother that was on earlier. Uh, what's his name? Marco. And I was trying to catch that website Marco. that he. Uh, yes. Did you get write that uh, website down? If he put it, it is King. Gans at dot com is K I N G K H A N Z is a zebra dot com. Gans K I N G K H A N Z dot com. Okay. Okay. All right. That's all I wanted, bro. Okay. Thanks. All right. You're welcome. All right. Another caller. Five zero three eight nine zero. It's peace, Akeem. How you doing? I'm doing good, peace. Peace. Uh, well, I want to first say uh, congratulations, man, on uh, getting the results you Thank wanted you. in court with your name change order. Yep, you're welcome. And uh, I have a short testimony. I uh, I went to your uh, to your uh, what do you call it? I don't want to say webinar, but your seminar in uh, Las Vegas. I think it was last year. And uh, okay. I got some information from you, and I uh, finally got my child support cleared up. Um, I should just wow. clean it off. Congrats, and, brother. And then uh, I know it, it would have been faster and easier because I've been on it for man like 20 years, so I was almost done anyway. So, right. so I finally wrapped that up, and so um, applied for my passport, followed your steps, and uh, did it expedited on September 28th. And I got it this Saturday, so just under four weeks. They just you do expedited. You trick your people. Yeah. Good deal, brother. Yep. You know. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. That's good testimony. I went to the post yeah. office. Went to, went to the post office, and uh, so let me look at the prices again. Let me tell myself I'm going And then I decided to read the COVID stuff that they had up there first. So I read all that. They went down, and they said expedite was available. It was more like the regular page before uh, COVID hit. I was like, man, well, wow. let me tell the people the post office. And they didn't even know at the post office. They said they hadn't even gotten an email yet on it. And they uh, let me pay for it and did it, and boom, 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 it went through. Wow. So, See, they ain't even announcing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, nope. I'll tell you, man. If you got your spiritual alignment, things fall into place for you. It does. If you're in line, and I just want people to realize if things ain't going your way, you got to look at yourself first. You know, I know that's a hard pill to swallow for some people, but it's, it's nothing more. It's, it's I, That's the truth. You know, even sometimes I got to swallow that as my own medicine. But things don't go right. Wait a minute, brother. Look at yourself. Look at yourself. Right? Yeah. And I know it, it was meant for me for it to happen that day because I got there. I was rushing. So I got there, and I realized I didn't have my uh, birth certificate. 
and I took the whole day off oh. of work, you know, to take care of this. And so the lady said, you know what, okay, we'll try to squeeze you back in. If you don't let me part, go get in and come back. Boom. Then, you know, I hurry up and flew home and flew back. And um, they slid me in, um, did my paper real quick, boom, 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 make sure she was there. And, man, it was like a breeze. Man. Good deal. And then when I, deal. Checked the, when I checked the website, I checked the website like two, three weeks later, but they said they didn't have no record of me on the uh, on the uh, travel, was that travel.state.gov, whatever it is, for the passport page. Uh, I, checked, right. I checked with them, and uh, it, said it was no record of me. So after about doing that three or four times, I decided to call them. So after being on hold for 35 minutes, they got on the line. They said, oh, uh, after I verified my information, said, oh, yeah, we have a tracking number for you. You should be getting yours this Monday. And part of it came on Saturday. So um, I don't know what they didn't post it, but I got it. I was happy about that. Wow. They didn't want to invite out. They did an expedited passport right now. Because they know people will rush in. I'm sorry, sir. So y'all hear that? They know people will uh, rush in and try to get it. You know, that's why they're not saying anything. But y'all hear it. Y'all can do expedited. Go for it. That gate is open. You know? I got a question for you. Um, I, I need to get um, certified copies of the documents that they use. Uh, like you had, you had a, a file with the certified copies from the passport. Yeah, go down to uh, oh, you talking about the passport, right? Yeah. You want certified copies of your passport process, right? Go to my go to my YouTube yeah. channel. I have a video with the uh, instructions on there. How to how to get certified copies. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay it's right. a video. Yeah. All right. Okay. I will check that out tonight. Right here on my and YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, I'll ask you one last question about the passport. Yeah, what's that? Um, Go ahead. Uh, should, it, should, uh, yeah, should it say on the, on the endorsement page about our nationality on there since it's different than a U.S. No. Person? Go back. Go to my no. YouTube channel again. It's just, there's a... There's a video that says, what will your passport look like as a national? That's the title. Oh, that, oh you, have a video, you have a video that says that? I have a video because I get that question all the time. And I have a video uh, okay. that tells you. And cause okay. a, the They tell you what it's going to look like. If you just read the rules, it tells you. This is what it's going to look like. Oh, um, oh okay. What will your passport? Uh, let's see. What will your passport look like as a national? Once you apply as a national, that's okay. that's the video. So, okay, cool, cool. I will check that out. All, right. all the questions I have. And thank you the very one much. About the, certified copies, the title of that one yeah. is passport for your request instruction. That's the title. Passport for. Passport for your what instructions? For your, for your request instructions. Passport for your request instructions. Oh, got you. That's the title okay, of it. Gotcha. Okay. All right. All right. Actually, Thank you. You're in the chat. I'm going to put it in the chat. Oh, uh, no, right. I'm not. I'm right. on the road. Okay. Okay. No problem. Thank you. Yeah, that's two, those are the two videos. All right. 
Yeah, I answer most of those questions. Everybody, oh, my passport doesn't say this and they say that. It still says peace. Because some knuckleheads were telling y'all that the peace stands for pauper. That's a lie. The peace simply stands for passport. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing more. All right. Now I'm going to close out my show with this. Jeremiah 51:45. Come out of her, my people. Run for your lives. Run for the fierce anger of the Lord. That's not the actual one I want. Um, it says, then I, Revelation 18, 4. Then I heard another voice from heaven say, come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins or contract any of her plagues. See? Sins. Social identification number system. Leave it alone. Um, all right. Oh, well, with that being said, I'm going to close it out. Thanks for tuning in. A lot of great calls, a lot of very good testimony tonight. And for a short while, to about nine, I will let y'all hear a little bit of Reverend I. I'm going to talk to you today from the subject a technique that does the trick. And remind you also that I don't let my subject interfere with what I have to say. A bit of definition for a moment. Let's define the word technique. Technique, a method of accomplishing a desired aim. A method of accomplishing a practical purpose. Technique, a method of accomplishing a practical purpose. So today I'm going to talk about a method and methods of achieving and maintaining health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money. And of course we're always talking about this because the science of living, as we call it, is a technology of living. And we're constantly giving you practical ways and means of accomplishing your good aims. I want to share with you this subject from a success idea by the same name, a technique that does the trick. And I want to talk about the success idea for just a moment. Everything in your life comes from the ideas in your mind. And you're never going to get any further in life than the ideas in your mind. And each month, I publish what I call a spoonful of positive ideas for you to feed to your mind, to nourish it, so that it will be strong in achieving the purpose that you desire. A success idea can take anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes to read. But when you take this extra time each day to read and to study and to contemplate, upon a powerful idea, it will make a difference in your life. Because again, the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. In this success idea, technique that does the trick, I refer to a very interesting technique used by a very rich and successful man, the way he begins his day. I didn't name him in the success idea, but I'll tell you who he is now. It's W. Clement Stone. And he uses the term PMA, positive mental attitude. And it is said that he begins his day, every day, by saying, I feel good, I feel great, I feel terrific. 
And I'm sure that if some purely intellectual people were to hear a grown man, a business executive, a multimillionaire going around shouting, I feel great, I feel good, I feel terrific, they'd probably say, well, you know, maybe we'd better commit him. He's old and senile. But more than that, for years, Mr. Stone, in his organizational meetings and salesmen's meetings, he would teach his sales staff and his organizational people to sing that old Sunday school song, I feel the joy, joy, joy down in my heart. And all of this which I'm explaining is the technique by which one pumps up his feelings. And may I say to you that you should make it a practice every day and especially in the mornings to pump up your feelings. Whatever you can do to lift up your feeling nature will lift up your entire experience of life. I want to repeat it again. Whatever you can do to lift up your feeling nature will lift up your entire experience of life. If listening to a particular piece of music makes you feel better, that too is a spiritual mental technique. So many times, you know, people divide between the so-called spiritual and the secular without really understanding the mind science behind things. And may I say to you, whatever is good and right, and it does not hurt you, and it does not harm anyone else, but it helps you to lift up your feeling nature, that is a good spiritual technique. Wherever people get together and rejoice, that's good. That's a good spiritual mental technique for lifting up your feelings. And of course, this is really the meaning in the Bible where Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. You see, the serpent crawls on its belly, and the belly represents the feeling nature. And you should not go through life crawling on your belly. In other words, with your feelings low. Feeling low. And you remember, for the healing of the people, Moses was instructed to make a brazen serpent and hold it up. And everyone who would look up would be healed and would live. Again, as I said, it really means that we're not to go through life crawling in our feeling nature, but we are rather to lift up our feeling nature, to lift up our hearts, to lift up our minds, to lift up our emotions. And we ought to do those things which do not harm us and which do not harm anybody else which helped to lift up our feeling nature. You've got to learn how to be high on happiness. Their wonderful television minister in this area preached a sermon, I believe, once on television. That was the title of it, How to Be High on Happiness Every Day. So every day you should ride a mighty high. You should lift up the serpent. Lift up your feelings. Again, that beautiful psalm bespeaks this when it says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. And whatever makes you feel low, like a serpent crawling on its belly, you should leave it alone and lift up your feelings. You should not even go back into your past and think upon those bad experiences in the past that make you feel low. Stop thinking about that dirty deal that that SOB did you last year. It makes you feel low. Be careful how you read that newspaper. For God's sake, don't listen to that news before you go to sleep. That 11 o'clock news will give you a lethal dose of bad vibration. 
As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should live. Again, to define the technique that I'm talking about, it's a technique of lifting up your feelings. You know, I told you that life meets you like you meet life. You see, and you should meet life with a feeling of joy, a feeling of happiness, a feeling of the expectation of good. You know, some of you are, are like Brother Job. Sometimes in preaching on Job, the fundamentalist minister would use the subject, why do the righteous suffer? In other words, that's what they're trying to find. Why do good people suffer? And as I've told you, and it bears repeating here, you can be morally straight, but mentally crooked, and you'll suffer. You can be morally and ethically straight and correct, but if you do not know how to positively relate to your emotions, the processes of your mind, you will suffer. And this is what happened to Job. I wondered what happened to him too. And then I listened to him. As I told you, when people talk to me now about whatever their problem is, this is why I don't talk to, I don't have long sessions talking to people about their problems anymore. In the first place, within the first few seconds, I can tell what, why they're having those problems. And one of the reasons they're having those problems is because they think about them and talk about them. And when you think about your problem all the time and talk about it all the time, this feeds it. It gets bigger and eats you up. I listen to Job. And I heard him say, the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. So that's what got Job, the thing. So he didn't even know what the hell it was. <laughs> Just like some of you, you don't know why the hell you feel so bad. But you're going around crawling on your belly, feelings dragging in the dirt. Go to the psychiatrist for 10 years and pay him umpteen thousand dollars. He still doesn't know. And these psychiatrists, they have to find some techniques also, you know, to throw off that stuff you put on them. I can tell you a little about this. It's been, it's been my pleasure to share with the psychiatrists at Harvard Medical School, Department of Psychiatry in Boston. One of my friends, a psychiatrist, told me that at their last convention, the psychiatrist drank more liquor than any convention in the history of that hotel. I won't tell you what city and what hotel. Now, that technique is not a technique that works. That's not the one that I'm talking about. That's not the technique that I'm recommending to you today. You should not have to depend upon alcohol and drugs to get your mighty high. Because when you do depend upon these things to get your mighty high, you haven't found the real thing yet. Because when you really find the real thing, the presence, the power of God within you, that is the highest high. Job said, the thing I greatly fear has come upon me. Why are some people so fearful? Why are they feeling dragging the ground? Some of them don't know. It's just a thing. Why do you feel so bad? I don't know. Your expensive psychiatrist, he doesn't know. You just feel bad. You have to learn 
how to lift up your feelings, to lift up your emotions. You should learn to practice every day pumping up your feelings. Ask yourself this question, and it's important. What do I feel that I should be like at certain ages? I want you to write that down. I want you to really study that. What do I feel that I should be like at certain ages? You've got to watch these feelings again. And where did you get these ideas and feelings? Where did I get these ideas and feelings about what I should be like at various ages? And again, I want to warn you that just certain things you shouldn't always be saying and telling people. You keep telling people, I am 35. And you keep on going, I am 60. I am 65. And then people project all these things onto you. Just like when people say to me, what sign are you? For God's sake, don't ever tell that. <laughs> you see, that's why I told you, you know, people say, well, Reverend Ike, don't tell me I thought up all these negative things on myself. I didn't think this. I didn't think up this rheumatism. No, the world mind already have these cut and dry negative thoughts ready for you. You see, if you're a Libra, you know, you've got it all cut out for you. <laughs> you don't have to think that up. If you under so-called under the sign, if you mentally put yourself under the sign of Libra, it's all fixed for you. And people say to me, Reverend Ike, what's your sign? I say, the dollar sign. <laughs> in the world mind, in the body of world thought, there are already certain definitions ready-made for you before you got here. This is the meaning of the scripture, born in sin and shaped in iniquity. It means that you were born into a world of negative ideas and you permitted these negative ideas to shape your destiny. But do not permit your feelings about yourself to be determined by world thought. Lift up the serpent. Lift up your feeling nature. Don't go through life crawling upon your belly. And I may say that many more times in the next few minutes before this is over because it's very important. A lot of people may poke fun at this technique of pumping up one's feelings by saying, I feel good. The real intellectual people ask it all the time. Well, Reverend, how can I say I don't feel good if I don't feel good? Yes, that is really the time you ought to say I feel good. I feel great. I feel terrific. Before I thought of this as a technique, I remember one morning in South Carolina, I just woke up and for some reason, you know, just a blue mood. Phonograph was right beside the bed and I had a good shouting gospel record there. And I slapped it on the turntable and turned it up and just made one leap out of bed and started dancing. <laughs> and that was a technique that did the trick. So you can turn on the radio early in the morning, hear all of these wonderful speakers giving you a charge to begin your day. God bless all of those wonderful ministers and programs. You know, whatever turns you on, find something that turns you on that doesn't hurt you and doesn't hurt anybody else. And let that be your technique for pumping up your feelings. Find somebody that turns you on. I think that each person in any kind of relationship should be benefited, should be blessed. I think that there should be a great giving and receiving in every relationship. And don't hang around too long with these people who are always pulling your charge and not giving your charge back.
All right. Some of these things may sound strange, and the purely intellectual may poke fun at some of these homespun techniques. But this practice of pumping up feelings has made many men successful and rich and prosperous, and will do the same for you. I use the terminology here, the trick. And here is the trick. Whatever you feel about yourself deep within your heart, your subconscious mind, you can and will be, do, and have. Feeling is the trick. But be sure that you never use your mind power to think, wish, or feel evil toward yourself or another. Because your ill feelings toward another will get you first. You have to be careful how you relate to your feelings. Another thing, and let me ask you this. Do you rule your feelings or do your feelings rule you? Don't answer out loudly. Write it in the first person. Do I rule my feelings or do my feelings rule me? That's a good point where I can make a pitch for Reverend Ike's sermon. Tell your feelings how to feel. Tell your mind what to think. Tell your feelings how to feel. Tell your body how to react. Do I rule my feelings or do my feelings rule me? Do you just sit down and accept whatever feeling that comes along to you? If you are, you're in trouble. Decide how you want to feel. Decide what you want to feel. And manipulate your feelings in that way. Spend time with people who are of a happy disposition. If there's some sad sacks in your life, try to cheer them up. If they won't let you cheer them up, leave them alone. The old saying is, misery loves company. And you know, those people who are always feeling bad, they'll even feel worse if you won't feel bad with them. You don't love me because you won't feel bad with me. It has been correctly said, if you feel right about yourself, you can do anything. Let me give you this early morning question. How do I feel about myself today? More than that, let's make it an instant question. How do I feel about myself right now? Let's say that loudly. How do I feel about myself right now? Underline feel. How do I feel about myself? Don't answer out loudly. This is to be handled in the counsels of your own mind. And as a matter of fact, I think you should ask yourself that question several times a day. How do I feel about myself right now? 